0: Hello, and welcome back to the 33rd episode of Chalice of Hope. I'm your host, Jason, and I hope you guys are all doing amazing on this October 11th. And I'm looking forward to spooky season and Halloween coming up in a few weeks. And this week has been extremely busy. It's, like I said in the last episode, it's peak season for midterms. So I've been having a good amount of things to keep myself extremely occupied. But this weekend has been refreshing. And, you know, even though, you know, I was filled with studying, doing projects, and just trying to take care of myself... You know I was you know I'm happy that you know my parents came to visit and for me you know that was a lot you know like I was extremely busy and you know I just it's just nice to have you know that that those moments which give you even more motivation to go forward and you know my parents got me so much food you know, they, they brought all their homemade food, too, and it was so good. And I'm going to eat some later today, too. But, you know, I think today would be a perfect time to do, you know, another mental health checkup with myself. And I think it's, you know, I think it's only been like a few weeks since I did my last one, but... I don't think, you know, it's it's wrong. You know, I think it's always important, you know, to check up on yourself, no matter how long the time difference is, because in a few weeks, a lot of things could happen. And I think, you know, this, this week has been pretty busy for me too. So I want to dedicate this one to, you know, checking up on myself and, you know, more of the future. And like I said in the last couple episodes, I am currently working alongside a mental health startup that provides online stress management plans catered toward your own specified needs. And I'm able to provide some free access codes as one of the people who work for the startup. So I'll link the Google form to fill it out to get free trial access. And I highly recommend... check it out no matter how stressed you may seem i think it'll always be beneficial to just utilize these resources and as always i'll leave my phone number below so if you do want to text me anything or you just want to say words of encouragement or whatever on your mind i'm always available so please 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 utilize it if you want to so like i said in the introduction one of the things which i want to talk about is checking in on you know my mental health and I think one of the things which I want to try doing more of with these checkups is I usually you know have like an outline or like a script that you know I have rough points I want to talk about but I think for this one you know I just want to talk about what's on my mind and I think that's the point you know it gets more more personal knowing that you know i'm just talking whatever it is i'm thinking about and i want to start implementing that more and i want it to be more personable when talking about what's on my mind so i think one thing i want to start out with is stress you know i think you know i don't think stress is necessarily bad you know, I think too much stress is bad. Ha- not having stress is also kind of, you know, unmotivating. So you want to have that happy place in between. But this week and, you know, last week too, and probably the week after this, I think, you know, my stress level will probably be leaning towards, you know, the higher end of the spectrum. And, you know, I think that's something which, you know, it happens. You know, you're going to have moments in your time where, you could prepare as much as you want, you know, you could prepare a lot for something, but then once, you know, it comes to game time or show time, you know, it's just naturally stressful. You know, your stress levels just become increasingly severe because, you know, these upcoming exams mean a lot, you know, especially in college, these exams are a hefty portion. So, you know, I've been preparing for them. I've been studying, doing homework, listening to lectures but you know, <laughs> I'm still feeling nervous. And I think that's extremely important. And you know, I think that's something which, you know, I've been thinking about a lot, you know, it's like, if you feel overprepared prepared for something, does that mean it's good? You know, does that mean that you're actually doing something which is, you know, worth Doing and you know to, for me to explain this, you know, I feel like For me, you know If I feel confident that I'm going to get an A on exam, does that mean that you know I'm pushing myself to the limit You know, I think that just means that I already know the concepts and that you know, I'm just reviewing it rather than you know testing the waters, you know, you know, like taking a class that you don't really know too much about and, you know, going to the exam a little nervous. I think that means that, you know, it's a learning experience rather than, you know, going into the exam, knowing that you're going to get 100. And, you know, for me, you know, these past few weeks, you know, I've been experiencing this a lot, you know, like I've been having exams, you know, going into them, some of them, you know, I f- I feel pretty confident. And then other ones where, you know, I go in feeling like I came out with like a, a, like a C or like a D. And, you know, one of the things that I find to be extremely interesting is, you know, the ones that I failed, you know, I grew and that's how life really is. You know, if you fail, it's not about the failure itself. You know, that's something irrelevant, irrelevant, you know, cause everyone fails, but the most important thing is how you get up or even if you do get up. And for me, that's something which I've been trying to practice more of. You know, I failed so many times in college, you know, I failed during job searches. I failed during courses, applying to organizations. One of the things which I never did was to accept defeat. You know, I want to grow. I want to keep improving. So you know what did I do? I reached out for help. I said, you know, one of the things which I value the most is humility. It's okay to accept your weaknesses. You know, it's okay to accept failure. One of the things that's not okay is to not improve. And for me, I don't care if, you know, I don't really care, you know, how, you know, if I even have like an ego, you know, if I even, if I even care about, you know, you know, like shameless, you know, like, to be honest, like, I don't care, you know, I want to improve. So I'll ask others for help. And one of the things which, you know, one of my high school friends, you know, Who's a senior right now? You know, he, I was on the phone with him a few hours ago, and one of the things which he was talking about was he he did pretty poorly on one of his calc exams, and one of the things was you know he felt that you know his 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 life was like utterly useless. You know, he felt he felt like hmm, how do I describe it? He felt that you know, because of that one exam that, you know, his high school career was over. And I don't know, talking to him felt it felt like, you know, I was reliving his experiences, you know, like especially in high school you you feel that need that, you know, your GPA is your entire life. And you feel that You know, if you fail an exam, you know, if you fail a class in high school, you know, your whole rest of your life will be over. And for me, you know, I felt that, you know, I was in issues, you know, I failed so many exams and, you know, I know that I felt that, you know, I won't get into college, you know, my life is over. But I think one of the things is that, you know, if you fail something, Does that mean you're stupid? And, you know, that's one of the things he kept telling me. You know, it was like, I failed calculus. You know, I failed statistics. And does that mean I'm a failure? You know, does that mean that I'm stupid? And, you know, I told him, I told him that, you know, there are going to be things which you are good at. And there's going to be things that you're bad at. And for you to fail, That tells you that, you know, this is something which you're not that good at. Or, you know, it's something that, you know, you may not be passionate about. And for me, you know, it took me until college to realize that, you know. And I think that's something that, you know, these schooling systems do extremely poorly. You know, they don't, they tell you that, you know, your main goal in high school, you know, you need to get that 4.0. And, you know, Basically, if you don't get that, then you're basically a failure, you know, and, you know, maybe it's because, you know, we have higher standards or, you know, you maybe you grew up in a family that has, you know, these unrealistic standards. So oftentimes, you know, if you feel like you don't get a 4.0, you're a failure. And, you know, you get you think that, you know, because you're not this 4.0 person, you're stupid. And for me, one of the things which I told him was, you know, math doesn't seem like your forte. But what's something you're enjoying and you're doing well in? And he told me, you know, psychology. And, you know, that's something which I find so interesting, you know. You know, in high school, you take exams, you know, that cover your basics, you know, like math, science, English, grammar, you know. But what if, you know, you're not doing any one of those four? You know, then how do you test that? You know, how do you test someone who wants to, you know, who wants to be a a psychologist, a physical therapist, an astronaut, you know, like, and I told him that, you know, just because you don't do well during the exams, just because you don't do well during these classes doesn't mean you're a failure. It just means that you're good at things which are hard to be tested. Like, how do you test empathy? You know, you you have your, you know, your, you have your EQ, but is there a class? You know, is there like a class that's like, you know, like Empathy 101? And there isn't, you know? And I think that's something which is extremely misconcepted, you know, especially in high school and, you know, even in college you know, more in high school, you know, it's it's hard to have that freedom to take these courses, which you're good at, because, you know, these are limited. And these are like your basic core classes, like English, STEM, business, math, engineering. But, you know, once you're in college, you're actually able to, you know, go more into physical therapy, learn more about astronomy, learn more about psychology. And, you know, what I told him was, You know, you're literally like 18. You know, this one exam 30 years later won't define you. You know, and that's something which I've been focusing on a lot. It's looking at the whole picture. You know, it's like I'm 19 years old. I failed this exam. Does that mean that in 40 years I'll be stupid? And, you know, that's (laughs) no that that the, the correlation is, you know, you're literally going up like a slippery slope and you know, one failure doesn't mean that you're going to be a failure for the rest of your life. You know, one failure will become a failure for the rest of your life if you don't do anything about it. Right. But for him, I told him that the most important thing to do after failure is how you get up, you know, And, you know, he was also doing common apps. So I told him, you know, I want you to talk about yourself. You know, I want you to, in your essays, present yourself who you want to be presented and be seen in college. You know, because in high school, you know, you don't get talk about creating out your character, you know, your personal branding, who you want to be. You know, you only start learning about this in college. And I told him, you know, in his essays, for him to talk about anything that he was truly passionate about. And the thing he talked about was creating music. Now for, you know, for me creating music is, it seems like a lot, you know, one of the things is, you know, you need to be able to understand these instruments, understand their, their class, understand how they sound and how they mesh together. And I told them, I want you to talk about this. This is unique. Because you know, I don't know anyone who can create music, and I think that's you know, that's that's what I've been focusing on in college too. It's you know, it's like, what do I want to do with my my character? You know, who do I want to be presented as? How do I want to present myself to others? And you know, I think that's something that's been on my mind for. It's, it's been on my mind a lot, you know, it's like, you know, especially since, you know, freshman year of college, you know, it's like, who do I want to present myself as? Who do I want to sell myself as? And who am I really? And, you know, it's, it's a hard question, you know, cause to be honest with you, it changes, you know? And I truly do think that you know you, you could change your personal branding. You can change the way that you know you want to present yourself. But I think one of the things is you know you want to at least try to find it yourself. You know, you, you want to spend your entire life trying to find that. You want to you want to spend your, your life trying to figure out who you want to be. And you know, I hope for him that you know, I hope that you know my knowledge is beneficial to him you know you know because i think one of the things is high school doesn't teach you anything about this the only thing they teach you is how to be book smart and how you know the importance of having that 4.0 gpa but you know there's more to life than having a 4.0 gpa and that's what another thing that i told him you know you don't want to just be a person who looks at a book the entire for his entire life you want to be a person that, you want to be a person that, you know, has value to himself, who has, who has more than just a GPA. You want to be a person that, you know, can bring value. And I definitely think in college you learn about this, you know, whether they teach it in class or not. The most important thing is what value can you bring? And for me, I've been thinking about that. And, you know, for my answer doing this, I want to bring my empathy and my willingness to listen, you know, compassion is something which I especially think is lacking in society, you know, and I think it's because it's hard to teach. You know, it's easy to teach math equations. It's easy to teach multiplication. But how do you teach empathy? You know, and I think it's because, you know, these people, like, I think it's subjective. You know, empathy can come in many forms. So, you know, your definition of empathy could be different than mine. But I do think, you know, the the bottom line is, are you able to understand others? And I think that's something which is hard for others to do. You know, that's why, you know, I've been spending this past summer and this semester and basically all of college, really, honing in on this skill. You know, whether it be useful in, you know, my my everyday life or, you know, my job that I do, I don't know. I don't really care. I just think, you know, I want to be a decent human being. And, like, in college even, you know, they don't really teach that. You know, it's like, they teach. They tell you, you know, to be ambitious. You know, they tell you to to achieve your goals. But something they don't teach you is how to take care of yourself. And you know, I had, you know, and you know, the, the schooling system doesn't teach you that. They don't teach you how to take care of yourself. All they teach you is how to get a job. But uh, how does it correlate? You know sometimes, you know, getting a job doesn't mean that you can just not care about your mental health. And, you know, it's, it's kind of sad, you know, like, why? It's hard for, you know, students, you know, to, you know, understand what compassion is. You know, it's like, I like to use this analogy, you know, it's like, You could be good at your job, you know, you could be the smartest person, you know, but, you know, if you lack empathy, if you lack, you know, the ability to connect with others, would anyone hire you? And would people even accept you? And, you know, I've been thinking about this question. You know, if I was, you know, a leader and this person was... The smartest person in the room, but he had the most horrible attitude, the inability to care about others, or even be aware of others, would I accept him? And my answer is no. I'd rather hire that mediocre, you know, academic person, but have an amazing personality, a dedication toward the organization. Why? Because think about it. I mean, (laughs) logically, you know, it makes sense. If you have this person who's incredibly smart working on a team with people, and everyone hates him, you know, the productivity of the entire group will go down. And, you know, it's just like, would I want to spend five years with this person? Would I want to spend working on a project with them? And if it's no, then you're not going to do your best. But let's say, you know, a person who's willing to learn, a person who has an amazing attitude, you know, it may teach them listening, but once, you know, you he, they learn, they'll become extremely impactful. And I think that's something which society has been going toward. And, you know, I'm extremely happy at that. You know, because I wouldn't want to work with someone who has a horrible attitude. I'd rather work with someone, you know, who who has a willingness to learn, an open mind. You know, that's something which extremely, you know, it's like a buzzword, you know, open mind. Openness. A willing to learn. You know, these are, like, words that are coming up now, you know, like, I think 15 years ago, I think the answer was to my question is they would hire that person who was good at their job. You know, because I think society now is understanding the effects of, you know, mental health, you know, social cues, you know, like empathy, understanding. And I'm proud of that. You know, it's probably going to take another 10 years, to be honest with you, another five, 10 years for people to actually truly be accepting of this concept. You know, you can be book smart, but not be people smart. And, you know, as society is leaning toward, you know, people smart, there's going to be a huge divide between those people who are good at understanding, you know, emotions and those people who lack it. But, you know, I think that's something which is why, you know, that's something which is why I've been spending so much of my time taking care of my mental health, taking care of the people around me, because it's... You know, if you're their friend, you care about them. You know, it's also because it'll help you too. You know, listening to their stories, listening to their, you know, their struggles, it could possibly help you. But, you know, sometimes, you know, just having that person that will listen to you is better than nothing. And I think... That's also the reason why, you know, people now don't want to hire people who have a horrible attitude, you know, because, you know, they're only there for the money or, you know, they're only there for the clout. And, you know, if they have a horrible attitude, what value do they provide? You know, they'll provide you with monetary value. At what cost? You know, the cost is that one person could basically ruin the lives of 10, 15, 20, 30 people in the organization. And, you know, if I was working with that person, you know, I would be miserable. And, you know, I told him this, you know, I told him that people now look for, you know, they look for your holistic view, you know. It doesn't matter if you don't have a 4.0 you know it'd be nice to have a 4.0 but you know if you only have a 4.0 and no social abilities then you know i would be you know hesitant you know i'd rather hire you know that 3.5 you know that 3.0 person who has an amazing attitude to willing to learn and a willing to you know an empathy and i told him that and he was like he felt reassured And I don't really know how to describe it. You know, he felt empowered. And, you know, that's the power, you know, of willing to listen. You know, willing to be that person for people to listen to and for people to lean on. You know, because there aren't going to be many people like that. There aren't going to be people who will you know, be there for you. There aren't that many people who will listen to you, who will even take the time to listen to you. And that's why, you know, I think that's an important and valuable skill that I think people lack. It's the ability to listen. Like, let me, like, I could probably ask, you know, half the people that I know and, you know, they wouldn't be willing to listen. You know, is it because, you know, they're horrible people? You know, and I think it's, no, I think it's just because they weren't taught how to listen. And that's why, you know, I've been ponying in on these skills. Because how do you teach listening? How do you teach empathy? You don't. You learn it through experience. And one of the things which I told them was, you know, you can learn math. You know, you can learn these equations in years, but, you know, you're going to take an entire lifetime to learn empathy. And, you know, I think after he heard that, you know, he felt empowered. You know, he felt that, you know, it's all about the attitude, really. And, you know, even though he failed his exam, you know, I told him that, you know, Is that really the end-all be-all? And, you know, I think one of the things is, you know, you have to be there to give them support, you know, give them that moral support. You know, something as small as being there to listen to them can do that. And, you know, if you don't have that ability, then how can you be a good leader? You know, how can you be a good leader if you're not going willing if you aren't willing to listen to those around you? And you know, I think for him, you know, it's kind of hard to understand that because you know, your mindset changes when you get into college. It really does. And you know, I hope that you know he understands early on because you know, it took me until like mid freshman year to understand this concept. But, you know, as always, I'd like to thank you guys for listening to this episode. You know, I talked about a lot of stuff. You know, what I, my views, you know, my mental health. But, you know, I hope you guys enjoyed it. And, you know, I hope you guys found value. And, you know, I kind of want to do these more. You know, it's refreshing, you know, to just think of stuff and talk. And, you know, for the future, you know, I'll probably post more of these, honestly, because... Mm -hmm they're like a good refresher you know it's like on the spot thinking of ideas which come to my mind but like i said in the beginning i'd like to thank you guys for listening i do work alongside a mental health startup like i said so i'll link the form to apply for the you know the the free trial access and you'll probably get it in like a week by the end of the week and now, I really guy I really hope you guys check it out because it's pretty good it's very good actually very interactive and you know we're still improving the site and I'll leave my phone number below please do give me a text whatever's on your mind if you guys want to send me words of encouragement thank yous anything is anything's appropriate thank you guys for listening and I'll catch you guys next week bye bye